0: This is a Career Channel program from UC San Diego Extension. Visit us at uctv.tv careers for videos, employment news, and trend articles to help recent college graduates and those in career transition bridge to better employment. Hi and welcome to UCSD Extension Career Channel. We're glad to have you with us. We've got a really interesting program today with all the uh, coronavirus issues going on and um, the impact on businesses here in San Diego and really internationally. My guest today is Eduardo Velasquez, who is the research director for the Economic Development Corporation known as EDC here in San Diego. Um, and Eduardo headed up a survey called the COVID Impact Survey to find out what effect this is having on San Diego. We know thousands of jobs have been lost, businesses have been closed. And so we thought it would be of great interest um, to you as our, our viewers. And to put this in perspective, um, a little over 360 employers were surveyed. Um, they included members of the Chamber of Commerce, the Small Business Development Center, the Downtown San Diego Partnership, and the National City Chamber of Commerce. So Eduardo, welcome. Thank you for joining us and um, explaining the survey in a little more detail.
1: Yeah, happy to do it, Phil.
0: First of all, why don't you tell us about the Economic Development Corporation and what they do normally and what they do um, when an issue like coronavirus comes along?
1: Yeah, we're, we're a privately funded nonprofit, and our mission really is to help businesses grow and expand in San Diego County. And so right now, obviously, businesses are in Uh, urgent need of resources and support uh, to keep the lights on and keep their payroll going and and navigate uh, a litany of of challenges and federal programs, as well as local programs that are coming online to help them uh, weather this economic storm. And so uh, we've recalibrated our, our team to focus on, on providing that assistance and, and, that, and the, that support to businesses where they need it. And so you can find a lot of information on our website in terms of what resources exist to help small businesses through this crisis at sandiegobusiness.org slash coronavirus. And we're also um, reaching out to businesses directly and trying to understand what their needs are. Uh, we have a survey open uh, that's collecting information in real time from local businesses to understand what, you know, how, how they're dealing with, with these challenges, what kind of impacts we're seeing across industry, um, and and really trying to provide good information and good data to, to companies and their employees in, in these tough times. We all understand
0: the importance of good data, and I understand this survey is ongoing it, every week, yeah. sort of updated. What trends are you seeing now? You're two or three weeks into it. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So that we last week, we sent out sort of our first analysis of, of, of the survey results after having it open for two weeks. And so uh, we, we are seeing that the that the impacts of uh, the virus and the related closures really are concentrated in. Um, You know the the hospitality and retail industries. We're seeing small businesses are obviously being disproportionately impacted by these closures, um, and that the impacts that businesses are reporting are expected to be immediate. So you can find all of that on our on our website, SanDiegoBusiness.org. The the that uh, commentary and analysis, as well as some interactive graphics about the data. And yeah, we'll be we'll we're keeping the survey open for the time being, and 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 letting uh, businesses. Uh, report back to us in terms of what what effects that they're seeing as they have an opportunity to uh, to sit down and fill that survey out. Uh, so you'll see an, another update on Thursday as we uh, pull the data tomorrow, Wednesday, and uh, update the numbers, analyze the, the trends, and send out uh, uh, another snapshot on Thursday. And, you know, I think this data is, is important because it gives us sort of a uh, a coincident uh, indicator of what businesses are feeling or what they're anticipating the impacts will be to them uh, in, in the immediate term. Um, unfortunately, we don't have official statistics yet for the San Diego region in terms of what the impact has been. We know at the national level, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released its monthly employment data last Friday and the, uh, there were uh, you know, nearly 800,000 um, jobs lost in the month of March. Uh, that's that's just uh, you know the the national picture doesn't give us details on on our local economy um, there's also reason to believe that those numbers perhaps understate the impact we, we're tracking weekly unemployment claims which again are reported at the national and state level and we've seen record. I mean, just astronomical figures in terms of new unemployment insurance claims across the country and within the state of California, and so we're trying to to utilize this survey to give us a little bit of a of insight at the local level uh to add context to those national numbers because obviously there's a lot of numbers flying around that that are being covered in the press and with good reason and and the numbers are very dramatic and and sort of you know off the scales in terms of what we're accustomed to seeing certainly in a growing an economy. So being able to to collect this information from employers in real time and have that on the ground uh, point of view uh, helps us put some of these national numbers in context. And once we get the employment data for, for the local economy in a couple of weeks, we'll know a little bit more, but we expect, you know, we expect to keep collecting this data as long as we can.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the good news and bad news, San Diego is such a wonderful... Um, city to visit and play in that tourism is twenty five percent of our industry. That's great news on a good day, uh, but unfortunately those are the industries that hit the hardest right now. Sea worlds closed, zoos closed, Legoland's closed. Cruise ships are not um, coming and going uh, with they're not coming or going with healthy passengers. Um, so it's really unfortunate. So I think that level we're go- San Diego and Southern California will be hit hardest with. Uh, with unemployment. So that's really unfortunate. But are you seeing any trends nationally that you're not seeing in San Diego or vice versa? Or do we seem to be pretty much mirroring um, the rest of the country?
1: Yeah, I, I think right now what we know is that the first wave of interruptions to business and closures really is coming from the, the states that took action with uh, stay at home orders, right? The, that's where the the uh, impacts were most pronounced. And of course, it's going to hit the, the you know, public facing industries uh, more immediately. Anything in the retail or hospital- hospitality industries, they're going to feel those effects uh, first and foremost, and, and and to a great, you know, to a great detail. So um, that's pretty much in alignment, I, I think, across the country where where those those closures have been in effect. Now that we've been really kind of in this stay-at-home mode for a few weeks now, at least in California, I think a lot of the other states that we're holding out have come into uh, alignment as well, and we'll start to see some of their numbers, uh, you know, mirror what, what we're seeing in California and in other states. Uh, but I think once we get more data and time passes we'll realize that there's second order effects right it's not just the uh, the retail store or the the restaurant that is no longer operating but it's uh, all of the lost incomes associated with their workers and the spending that they typically do uh, you know with their income the effects of that that's going to have on rent payments mortgage payments uh, across the board. Uh, the procurement, the supply chains that, that, that those, those entities depend on, they're all going to start to feel those effects as well if they haven't felt them already. And so, um, unfortunately, we, we won't know what the, the true extent of, of these closures and interruptions is for some time while the data is collected. But um, again, we're hoping through the survey we can get a little bit of a sense of what those trends might look like, what, what industries, what secondary industries might be facing uh, impacts from these initial closures.
0: The shocking thing about it, which um, is entirely different from the recession of, as I say, 2007, 8, 9, 10, depending on when it affected you the most, um, was this really hammered at small businesses, which is 100 employees or less, and low wage earners. Can you tell us a little bit about how big the effect was on those two?
1: Yeah, um, I think you're absolutely right, Phil. The, the, the impacts that we're seeing um, and that we're still yet to see uh, really from, from this response um, really are going to be very different and, in a lot of ways than what was witnessed in the financial crisis, the Great Recession of 2008. In large part, that's because this is tied to a health crisis that requires us as individuals to stay home and, and reduce our social interaction with one another. And so that hits uh, retail and hospitality harder than any other industry. And we're seeing that in the survey results that, that we have collected over the past two weeks, uh, the majority of, of the impacts that we're, we're seeing being reported directly from employers are concentrated in, in tourism, food and beverage industries, um, of the 560 so uh, employers that we surveyed, 360 about 360 have uh, reported plans to reduce staff. 80% of those reductions are expected to be in the food and beverage and tourism industries. Um, overwhelmingly, the results that we're seeing are coming from smaller businesses. Uh, obviously, the the large corporations that have predominantly uh, white collar workers have moved a lot of those workers to working remotely, like I'm doing, like like you're doing, staying home, staying, you know, uh, safe. Um, and so they're able to weather the storm more so than smaller retail shops, um, that are, you know, really reliant on that face-to-face customer interaction. Yeah, it's really, um, it, it's really
0: unfortunate because, um, a couple things, one, the recession was was so prevalent with white collar, it was the financial industry that crashed. Um, and restaurants and tourism, that sort of stayed active and people could still go out to eat, they could still go see a movie, they could still uh, do the tourist things, they could still travel if they could afford it. But um, the thing that really surprised me about this was also how fast the layoffs were. It wasn't... The recession was like, ooh, gosh, six months into this, I'm starting to see a slowdown in my business. I'm going to lay a few workers off, lay a few more off, a few more. This was, it was interesting that you found that 94% of the employers said they were having major layoffs within 30 days.
1: Yeah, the impacts are going to be immediate. And, and again, it's I think it's because of the nature of, of the economic impact that we're seeing. So a lot of the businesses, a lot of the smaller businesses, a lot of the, the industries that are being most heavily uh, impacted and affected um, tend not to have a long runway in terms of cash flow. JP Morgan Chase Institute, uh, which is sort of a research arm of, of the bank. Uh, put out some analyses uh, maybe a year or two ago, and they've started to recirculate this um, in the in the face of the of the crisis and the economic fallout. That uh, on average, a, a small business, particularly in the retail sector, tends to only have a couple of weeks of cash flow reserves on hand. And so, when when these businesses are forced to effectively shut their doors and, and cease operations, that really limits. The you know the cash cushion that they have to pay their workers, pay the rent, um, and and cover the costs of, of operating a business, even one that's not functionally operating. And so, yeah, the the overwhelming majority of of the employers that we surveyed said that these impacts are going to be faced immediately or in the next thirty days. And and from a revenue perspective, two thirds of of those that are anticipating revenue declines from, from these interruptions and these closures expect those revenue hits to take place within 30 days as well. So yeah, the, these impacts are, are coming fast and they're and they're large in scale.
0: Well, and it's very telling. I mean, your survey shows that small businesses, and for this discussion, small businesses, a million or less in sales. There's a lot of definition of small business, but they're anticipating a 70% loss in revenue. I mean, to compare that to people on a salary, following what somebody said, Oh, you're going to lose seventy percent of your salary, but continue on with that thirty percent right um, that would be awfully difficult and to put in perspective, companies a million in sales and higher only expected to lose fifty one percent of their revenue and it you know, having been a small business person once in my life um, and luckily grew out of it um We need to have a lot of respect for small businesses in this country. I mean, the long hours they work, the stress they're under, and the entrepreneurial urge is just wonderful. But they don't have that luxury of saying, oh, employees, I'll keep you till this is over. I'll keep you for 30 or 60 or 90 days. When you only have two weeks of cash flow, you burn through that very, very fast. So highest admiration to small business out there. And boy, I hope we see you back here uh, as soon as we can possibly get this uh, back on track which hopefully as of today we're we're seeing cities have peaked and starting to slow down a little bit so hopefully this is a two or three week runway from here on he says uh, being eternally optimistic um i realize this is not your field eduardo but what advice would you give to small businesses now um you know, the Chamber of Commerce, 90-some percent of their members are um, under 100 employees. Any any advice of how to hunker down? There's lots of federal programs out there that they can look at, but I understand there's long waiting lines for that and slow response and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, it it it's tough. There's a number of, of programs that have been launched obviously in the last week or so both here locally in the city of San Diego, uh region-wide and also at the federal level. Uh obviously getting in your applications to the to these programs as soon as possible is highly recommended uh, on our website san dot forward slash coronavirus, you can find uh, a list of all the different resources that we're aware of that have come online to support businesses uh, at the local level, at the federal level. So I would direct business owners to, to that page to see to see what resources are available, what they might apply for. Um, and if necessary, feel free to reach out to our organization directly. We have a team of economic development professionals that are becoming, you know, very quickly experts, so to speak, with these programs and can help guide businesses through those processes and these applications, which can be cumbersome and can be difficult. Uh, one thing in particular that that I that I'm aware of and that I'll share is that the the recently launched Paycheck Protection Program that just opened on friday and has hit a couple of speed bumps along the way um it's encouraged that that businesses really work through their existing bank relationships and operations to to submit those applications to make sure that they get processed as quickly as possible so i know that there's a lot of delays and a lot of bottleneck issues with all of these programs since the the need is so so large and and so urgent um, and so, obviously, you know refreshing and revisiting these pages and getting these applications in as quickly as possible is is key um, and we 're seeing already that there 's been discussions at the Treasury department level. Um, just just today that that they're looking to expand some of these programs and perhaps, you know, augment the support for small businesses in the near term um, as these things get, get kind of drawn down. And, you know, just to go back to your point, Phil, about the importance of small businesses in San Diego, you're absolutely right. 98% of our firms in San Diego County employ fewer than 100 people. Collectively, that re- represents about 60% of our workforce. And that's actually about double the national average in terms of, employment concentration in smaller firms. So from, a, from an economic perspective, San Diego has always been a small business economy. The The jobs really do come from small business. Uh, if we look at the most recent data available in terms of job growth, about three quarters of all jo- new jobs that were created in the last year uh, come from those smaller firms. So small businesses really are the, the you know, the, the workhorse in terms of job creation and opportunity here in San Diego. But by that same token, we tend to see disparities in terms of the incomes that small businesses, uh, small business workers take home. And that's by virtue of being in a smaller firm, regardless of industry. And so, you know, small businesses always have a little bit of of uh, of the of a headwind in terms of what they're able to to do and competing with some of their larger peers uh, across different industries. And that's why you see that these impacts tend to be more hard Felt by smaller firms, uh, you know, not just in San Diego, but uh, across the country. What, uh,
0: looking into a crystal ball, what, what guidance should we look for when we start to come out of this? Any insight on that from research or history?
1: Yeah, th- this is a unique situation, uh, certainly in my lifetime, and I think in in many of our lifetimes, in terms of an economic impact being driven by a a global pandemic, um, and just the nature of this virus and what it requires of us to do in terms of distancing and making sure that we're not overwhelming the healthcare system with too many infections occurring simultaneously, I think while it's very possible that certain localities are starting to see their infectious rates Peaking, um, we're going to probably see some prolonged period of high levels of infections and and continued social distancing and stay-at-home measures even beyond I think the 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 infectious peaks. Um, so, my sense, and, and and this is really just my opinion, is that uh, I think it'll be more of a gradual uh, reintegration of our economy. It's going to require first and foremost that there's. Um, safety and security in the in sort of the health response you know the healthcare response to the crisis to the to the virus and making sure that it's safe physically safe for people to be reengaging in in that you know personal interpersonal contact, um, and then there will likely be a little bit of a um, you know a, a nervous period where people have to regain that comfort level. Um, and I think my, my sense is the longer it takes for for you know the virus to to peak and and the curve to be flattened and for immunity to be built or or a vaccine or what have you, uh, the lo- the heavier that will weigh on people's. General um, psyche, in terms of their comfort level getting back to normal and, and, and re engaging in the economic commerce that they're used to doing. Um, so, you know, from my perspective, this is really uh, um, a, a very unique set of circumstances, one that we don't really have a lot of historical precedent to, to build off of. But first and foremost is making sure that it's safe for folks to, to actually go back outside and re-engage in the type of activity that we're all accustomed to and all missing at the moment, um, and then allow some time for for that economic activity to kind of pick up again. There'll likely be some pent up demand and a number of different things that will will see some, you know, some positive shocks to the economy. Uh, when when we re-emerge and re-engage. Uh, but I right now I think it's it's still too early to tell what you know how this might take shape and if this is a, a short, severe um, economic downturn or if it's gonna be you know a more prolonged impact. Yeah. And I I think one of the great things that
0: I'm learning about EDC is they're not just here in the good times when business is booming and how can I help you grow your business, but also the staff support that you're talking about um, and and going to the um, San Diego website. Is that where you would send people Um, that EDC is here for you when things are really slowing down and are tragic. So uh, kudos to you and your staff and, and leadership. Thanks for joining us and we will be back with our next program.